This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is brought to you by ArtBase. Are you managing a major art collection but still using something like Excel? Isn't it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, ArtBase is the right software to manage your art collection. ArtBase allows you to track your artworks in an easy-to-use, powerful database. Enter your data once, and then you can use that data to generate professional insurance value reports, loan forms, shipping forms, and so much more. They've got a brand new version coming out this month with a fresh new look. So go to artbase.com to learn more or to schedule a demo, and be sure to mention Art Tactic for a 15% discount off the entry fee. That's artbase.com, A-R-T-B-A-S-E.com. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm Adam Green. Hope everyone's staying safe out there. While life is far from normal, we'll continue doing these weekly podcasts. No one really knows how long the art world will remain closed. I'd say we're looking at at least another month, likely longer. I just saw Art Basel got postponed until September. It's really interesting to see so many galleries adapt and very quickly offer digital experiences, whether we're talking about social media or online viewing rooms where artworks are actually available for sale. And I think it shows you the extent to which galleries have really invested in their technology over the past few years to be able to quickly adapt to this, this unfortunate environment and circumstances. And as the art world has shifted entirely online, we wanted to have someone from the digital space on this week's episode. We were delighted to chat with Ponta Silverstolpe. He's a co-founder of Barnaby's, a search engine for art, antiques, and collectibles for more than 3,000 auction houses and galleries around the world. So we wanted to chat with Pontus not only about Barnaby's, but also the fact that they have relationships with so many galleries and auction houses and dealers around the world. We thought that he could provide us with some insights on how everyone's feeling and how they're responding to the current environment. So hope you enjoyed the episode. Thanks for listening. Pontus, thanks for chatting with us. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. So you're in Sweden now. How are things going there at the moment? It's very odd, actually, because it changes from day to day, from hour to, to another hour. It's very hard to predict about the future or even the, the day of tomorrow, I would say. But it's, uh, I think we, have, we are still positive. I think we will go through this. Definitely. Well, all we can do is really stay positive. We really wanted to have you on the podcast in light of what's going on around the world. Everyone's at home and the art world, whether we're talking about galleries, museums, auction houses, fairs, they're all closed. And everyone's really having to turn to the online space to consume art. And as Barnaby's is an online platform, we wanted to chat with you about the online art space and where things are. And I think when we think about the world right now, of course, and specifically the art world, there's so many negative aspects of this virus. But if we want to try to maybe see any positive about this situation, when we're talking about the art world, maybe it's that the art world's been able to shift to the online space to the online space so well, and it's really forcing everyone to evolve and adapt that way to an extent. Well, I mean, I guess there are really non-positive aspects of the virus, uh, other than our planet actually had a well-deserved rest for a while. Uh, but there is definitely things that are positive, and, and one is that. Uh, 
digitalization of the industry is, is uh, this is happening much, much faster than it would have if it wouldn't have been for the virus. That's for sure. At Barnaby's, you have relationships with thousands of auction houses, galleries, and dealers across the world. When you speak with existing or prospective customers, you chat with them about their businesses and their current digital strategies and their online presences. When you look at the art world as a whole, how equipped are these businesses at the moment from a digital strategy perspective? Are a lot of them still lacking, or how would you say businesses are at the moment? Well, I would say many of the auctioneers, but especially dealers and galleries, are strange enough still, they, didn't, they still don't have a street, st- uh, digital, digital strategy, uh, which should surprise me because, I mean, this is 2020. Uh, but obviously today is more important than ever to have that digital strategy. So I think it's, it, and also you have to remember that with a digital strategy, it's not just about going online to have the, the auctions or, or an online presence. It's also about to include everything, like from tech to traffic, uh, which is another word of user, which is another word of buyer and seller, you can say. Uh, to make things a little bit easier. Uh, but it's also about brand building. It's about knowledge, about the competitive landscape. It's about the data that are out there full of information that you can need for it to run your business. So it's, it's much more than just having a website going online, so to speak. Yeah, I think in particular with the virus now and these businesses being forced to go online only and having no physical presence, Having a digital strategy is incredibly important, arguably more so now than ever. Are you finding any patterns or trends in terms of who isn't as prepared as others, whether it's a certain size gallery or auction house or maybe a certain location? I would say that dealers and, and, and actually some galleries are, are the, the worst prepared for this, I would say, uh, but also some auctioneers. And uh, in fact, I would say many of the, the smaller auctioneers are more uh, advanced, I would say, than, than the traditional uh, greater brands in the business, actually. And uh, I think that's because they saw a, um, kind of a gap of the market where they actually could compete. So they have kind of a result. Uh, they, they, they made their own space in the, in the competitive landscape. And those who made that years ago they can be very happy today, I think, because uh, as you already know, I mean, many of the auctioneers, they, they don't have any auctions right now. They just uh, struggle to get things online those uh, those weeks. And so at Barnaby's, you're trying to become a search engine for the art market. And for our listeners who aren't that familiar with Barnaby's, tell us about the company and how you're trying to achieve that goal of becoming a search engine for the art marketplace. We believe in, in, uh, in online presence, of course because that's where you find the users today. Uh, we, for example, when we started Barnabas many years ago, 5% was coming from the mobile phones. I mean, the traffic, the user. And today is more than 50%, which means if you are an auctioneer or a dealer that don't have a mobile, um, uh, how do you say, a mobile-friendly uh, site for the, for the advices that people are using, you're kind of out of business. So uh, that's one thing. But what we wanted to do, I mean, I can give you the story how it all started, to be honest. And, and, and it all started with a meeting with me and my co-founder, Christopher Barnikov. And we had two completely diverse experiences of the market, I would say. 
So Christopher, for example, he never visited an auction house in his entire life. But at a certain point, he wanted to buy a still life painting to his kitchen on his country place. So he did what nine of ten is doing. I mean, he started to search on the World Wide Web and Google. And on page number 19, this was almost 10 years ago, he found a painting. A small auction house in Sweden that was one of the first in the world actually doing online auctions. And he bought a painting. But at the same time, he asked himself, why does it have to be so hard to find a painting when it's in everyone's interest to actually find it? Both him as a searcher for paintings, but also for the seller that wants a high price, the auctioneer that wants a high price so they get the profit from the commission they get. So he phoned me up because I've been in the industry for 20 years. And uh, he asked me, I mean, why, why is it like this? And I said, this is interesting because I thought exactly about the same question, but from a market perspective. Because the auctioneers, they want to reach out because they want to reach out to a new audience, a younger audience, that will have to buy that antiques or contemporary art or whatever it is in the future. And they also want to reach out globally because the world at that time was globally. Of course, this last two weeks hasn't been very globally. But anyway, um, so this was a demand both from the industry, but also from the, the, the beginner in the industry. So we realized that what we need to do here is to collect together all the items that are out there in one, uh, in one site, in one place. So it's easy for anyone to get information, to get transparency of the market, because that's the thing that will increase the market in the end. That's the thing that will increase the interest in the end. And this will be the, one, the, the, the things that run the business in the future. Now with the virus, it really feels like things are on hold and there really aren't that many transactions happening, but there's no way really to know that. How much activity is there on Barnaby's site now? Are there still online-only auctions proceeding? What kind of activity are you seeing on your site? Yeah, exactly. So it's quite interesting. I mean, we almost have uh, one million items uh, a day at the site, searchable. And uh, well, so let's say it's between 600,000 and one million a day, depending on it if it's a high season of the industry or not. And I think today was 670,000 items or something like that. So yes, there is still a lot for sale out there. Uh, And what we see was, well, like two weeks ago, we saw a little bit of drop in traffic to Barnabas and also to the readers of Barnabas magazine, et cetera, and opening search alerts, et cetera. But uh, already last week, we saw that numbers increase again. And this week, it's on the same level as it has been before the corona crisis. So I think people are, even if they're at home, they need things to do. Uh, they have time to, I mean, clean up their homes, uh, make sure that, you know, they want to buy that new carpet or writing desk or whatever it is uh, for their homes. So I think uh, the need is actually bigger than ever, I would say. But of course, if we can't see each other, it's impact uh, the inventory a bit for the auctioneers. So if this continues for a month, I guess, that will rather be the problem. Uh, So what we encourage auctioneers to do now is to start with a FaceTime valuation, maybe organize with shipping and have uh, special fees on that, or even do it for free to just get inventory to their auctions. Because as long as you have the online presence, you can still sell it because you can be searchable on Barnabas, et cetera. 
So um, I, I, I think, I mean, we we in the industry have seen crises before and we have survived crises before and there is a future. But the question you have to ask yourself is, do you want to be part of the future? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good question. And that's interesting what you were saying as you gather on your website information about your users and what they're doing. You know, the major auction houses, they push back their auctions. And while we see stock markets around the world in decline, because there haven't been any major auctions, it isn't as easy to see to what extent art has been impacted from a value perspective. I personally think art's down maybe 20-30% right now, but that's just from my own experience and from speaking to other people. Are you able to deduce from any of the data you're gathering on your site if people's appetite to buy has diminished as a result of the virus? Well, so far, I can say that people are both willing to click and to buy. Uh, but then, of course, uh, I think what normally during this kind of crisis are, how do you say, uh, falling or dropping the most is, of course, the very high value fine, um, fine art, you know. Because that's where you also have a more speculative market, and if you if you if we're talking about contemporary art market, for example, it has been very very speculative for a couple of decades now. So everyone, I think, was waiting for a kind of the decrease on that market anyway. But of course, since Barnabas has anything from a wood chair actually for fifty pounds, uh, but also Picasso for two hundred million pounds or dollars, sorry. Um, I mean, it's actually not a question. I mean, for us, we always have people looking. If not on that Picasso, they look for that Rolex watch or they look for that wooden chair for $50. So we always have anything for anyone, so to speak. And we can see that there is a lot of interest. And hopefully what will come out of this is also that true, true value of art is going to be more in focus than the speculative market of art. And this is something that I think is actually very, very healthy for the market in the long run. Pontus, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and chatting with us about Barnaby's, as well as the online art space and how galleries and auction houses are responding to the coronavirus pandemic around the world. And if our listeners want to visit Barnaby's and browse artworks on the site, what's the address? Uh, well, it depends what country you are in, but if you're in the U.S., it's uh, barnabas.com. Perfect. Thanks so much again, Pontus. We appreciate it, and stay safe. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much for ArtBase for sponsoring this week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast. Are you managing a major art collection, but still using Excel? Isn't it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, ArtBase is the right software to help you out and manage your art collection. ArtBase allows you to track your artworks in an easy-to-use but powerful database. You enter your data once, and then you use that data to generate professional insurance value reports, loan forms, shipping forms, and so much more. They have a brand new version coming out this month with a fresh new look, so now's the perfect time to visit ArtBase.com to learn more and to schedule a demo, and be sure to mention ArtTactic for a 15% discount off the entry fee. You can visit artbase.com, that's A-R-T-B-A-S-E dot com.